Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Thank you, everyone, for being here, where, uh, wherever you are in the world and whenever you're listening, if you're with us live or if you're listening to the podcast sometime later. Uh, we love you. Welcome. We've been doing this about 14 years. Uh, if there's a way we can do it better, uh, let us know. We want it to be a little, a little uh, something to think about and chew on during your week, a little something to challenge you each week and a little something to apply to your life, to maybe uh, make your week and every once in a while your life a little bit better. Uh, What we're talking about today is how to live a life with such mental, emotional, and spiritual freedom that you could say or feel, I am living a life without consequences. And uh, so let's start there. Uh, When you hear that phrase, a life without consequences, what do you think? What comes to mind? Is it uh, being able to do things that you think are wrong and so you don't do them for fear of consequences? Is it just a sense of freedom that you don't have now? Uh, What is that for you? That's the first place I would start. What comes up for me naturally when I think of a life of no consequences? If I flip it around, a life with consequences, what comes up for that? Uh, Very very probably, it's having to do things you don't want to do and not being able to do things that you do want to do. And what I want to suggest today is that You can live a life of such freedom in your mind, body, and spirit that for all practical purposes, you are living a life with no consequences, without consequence. Uh, After Hope kicked me out of the house, uh, when we'd been married about a year and a half, said she couldn't stand to live with me anymore. Um, and, And that was exactly what she should have done. Everything in my life kind of crashed 
over the next six weeks. You might say I hit bottom. And one of the things I hit bottom about was that I had really been trying hard to live a life that did not have negative consequences. In other words, I'd been trying to do the right thing. I'd been trying to think positive thoughts. I read uh, books on self-improvement. I talked to people. I didn't lay around on the couch. I worked hard. Um, and yet, everything in my life was failing. And, and, and I was very disillusioned. I didn't know if I even believed in a God anymore at that point, was, uh, but I was seeking, okay? And one of the first things that occurred to me is that I did not understand love. And what I was calling love was not love at all, and I'd been doing it all my life. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't anyone in my life that I loved. I think there was. I think I loved my mother. I think I loved my father um, in some unconditional ways, but largely my relationship with hope, my relationship with myself, my relationship with, uh, with God was really not love. It was really have-tos. And I have to do this because if I don't, something bad's going to happen. And I can't do that because if I do, something bad's going to happen. So uh, both things I wanted to do, things I didn't want to do, I had to do if I wanted to have this life uh, without negative consequences. The problem was that I was misunderstanding what living a life of meaning and purpose was all about. I was thinking that living a life of meaning and purpose was pretty much just a synonym of living a life without negative consequences. I wonder if you've ever thought about that in your life. Maybe you're living that way now, or maybe you've just never thought about it. But think about it some this week. Do you correlate living a life, your best life of meaning and purpose, with living a life that does not have negative consequences? And um, I would assert that if you are... Maybe you have the wrong definition. Okay? Uh, the Webster definition of consequence is a result or effect of an action or condition. Okay? A result or effect of an action or condition. What I want you to notice from that is there's nothing negative in that definition. Okay? It's not saying a negative effect. It's saying... Any effect, any, anything that happens as if I push this domino over, then it knocks that domino over. If there's any effect, that's a consequence, but by definition, that doesn't mean it's negative. It could be positive. Now, the second definition is of a negative, and it talks about consequences from things in the past, but... What I would like to assert today is we need to change our definition of consequence. And if we change our definition, I think it'll change the way we look at it, and I think it'll change our, could change our definition of meaning and purpose and how we live our life. Okay? Uh, hopefully you know, if you've been around me very much, 
that you have a mechanism in your brain and nervous system that decide basically everything about your moment-by-moment experience in life, whether you're having positive thoughts or negative, whether you're having positive emotions or negative, whether your body chemistry is the way it's supposed to be, so you have lots of energy and a positive outlook and sleep good and all that, or the opposite. Don't sleep, negative energy, uh, three or four o'clock in the day, you start running down and just look forward to watching four hours of mindless TV every day. Okay, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, what if you change your definition of consequence to there really is no bad consequence, it's just a consequence. It's, it's really not a bad effect. It's just an effect. And that even the things that seem bad now are really for me to learn and grow through to go to the next highest level in my life, toward my best life. Okay? If we... Um, the, the mechanism in our brain is scanning constantly for a fear-based signal or a love-based signal from our software, from our memory banks. It's not from external things that happen, unless it's a life or death external thing. I mean, really life or death. But if it's not, then it's by the internal signal, not the external signal. And it's fear, love, or neutral. And on the basis of that, the hypothalamus determines whether to send you the positive or the negative. And once it makes that decision, you cannot stop it with your conscious intention, the positive or the negative. All right? Well, if, the de- if your paradigm is that a successful life of meaning and purpose means living a life without negative consequence, then that's a fear-based paradigm of life. That's a fear-based philosophy of how to live your life, okay? Because basically you're saying, I'm afraid of negative consequences, and the only way my life's going to be successful is if I can avoid or minimize negative consequences. So that's constantly how you're making your decisions. But what if there really are no negative consequences? What if the negative things that happen are part of our learning and growing to our best self. Okay? Well, that would change things pretty dramatically. Then we would not look at something that we would consider negative right now necessarily negative. For instance, at the time Hope kicked me out of the house, I thought, this is the worst thing that's happened in my life ever and it's going to ruin my whole life. I, I mean, I believe that 100%, with no doubt at all. Today, I would tell you it's easily one of the 10 best things that has ever happened to me in my life, and I would not be talking with you now if that had not happened. But, over about a 6 weeks period, my perspective changed from that being a negative in my life to it being a positive. And I learned the real definition of love and the real definition of fear and made a commitment to live in love 
as best I can, focused on that, focused on even if something is painful, it doesn't mean it's a negative consequence. It may very well be uh, like hope kicking me out of the house and take me to the next best level of my life. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not just me. I've lectured all over the world for 30 years, and one of the questions I've asked, not every time but a lot, is have you ever had something that at the time you thought was bad because it was painful, but later down the road you realized it was really good? I've never had one person not raise their hand. Not one. And what most people say, if you give them a microphone and give them a chance, is Oh, man, I've had all kinds of things like that happen. In fact, some of the very best things in my life came through things that seemed painful and negative at the time like that. Well, what does that mean? It means that in the present moment, we can't judge all the time whether something is a positive or negative. Sometimes the positive ends up causing us more problems, sometimes the negative causes us to learn and grow so that really what we thought was positive is negative and what we thought was negative is positive. The only way we can know for sure is as time passes and God is able to do His work in our life through love, which is how our brain and nervous system is built. For love not for fear. So when our paradigm of life is fear, to avoid negative consequences that are painful, then we've put ourselves in this place of stress, chronic stress usually, that causes every negative thing that we don't want in our life. And then to realize that it's all happened by me avoiding consequences. So what should we do? Well, I think we need to change how we look at this whole area and make a new commitment to live by what is right, what is good, what is in truth, what is in love, what is in joy, what is in peace, what is in forgiveness, what is win, win, win. Not by what we perceive as positive or negative end result consequences. And we need to change our definition of consequence to be any domino that gets knocked down. Not necessarily a negative, and even if it seems like a negative, very well will be we may find out later it's a positive. And I believe if you live your life this way and you commit to love, you commit to doing what is right, win-win, peace, forgiveness, etc., then even if the thing that happens would have been a negative to you if you were not living that way, meaning if you were living a fear-based life, it would have done nothing but negative in you, because you are living with the paradigm of love and peace and forgiveness and win-win-win, it will turn every single negative into a positive long-term 
no matter what it is. It's the only way to live with a guarantee that the consequences don't matter long term. No, let me say that a different way. The consequences are not the most important thing. They may be an important thing. Devastating things happen to people all the time, and I would never say that doesn't matter. But they are not the most important thing. The most important thing is what's in our heart, who we believe we are, whether we've committed to that life of love or fear, whether we've committed to win, 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 rather than just me winning and someone else losing, whether we have committed to prioritizing relationships above everything else in life because everything at its root is connected or sourced as a relationship issue. So if you heal all of those and make sure all of those are the way they should be, at least as far as you're concerned, then every symptom issue of your life, thoughts, feelings, physiology, actions, etc., are going to get better and better and better all the time. But maybe the best thing about all of this is being able to live in a place of such freedom of mind, body, and spirit that I am not living based on consequences. I am free from that, whether they are good or whether they are painful. Um, After Hope kicked me out of the house and I realized what love was and all of that, I started uh, reading everything I could get my hands on. I was talking to people older and wiser than myself. I read every religious text, not just the Bible. And I came to a conclusion that You know, it's the way everything in us is wired, this love versus fear thing, okay? So if there's a right way to live your life, it has to be love. And love always points the way to grace. Fear always points the way to law. Grace yields more love, which then points again to grace, which leads to more love. Fear points to law, which is all about end result consequences and ensuring good ones instead of bad ones, and that's your life paradigm, okay? So it does not believe in grace. It believes if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad. The grace that comes from love, on the other hand, is a spiritual paradigm that says if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you also get good. At least long term. If you steal a car, you might be put in jail and deserve it. But if you embrace that as, okay, what do I learn from this? How do I progress from this? I'm not looking at it as a negative I'm looking at it to grow and learn and become a better person. 
then stealing that car and being put in jail will have an end result that's always more and more positive for your life, even to the point that you could say somewhere down the line, very possibly, the best thing that ever happened to me was getting put in jail. Now, not everyone could say that. Everyone's path is different. Well, I could, only want, I could only find one system of living anywhere in the world that was true love, not just business deal love, and real, tangible, it's not just a perception, it's reality and how you live, grace, where you get good no matter what, long-term, which frees you from living by consequences, good or bad. And Hope and I both made a commitment. That's the way we're going to live. That's, that's the way we're going to teach our children. Win, win, win. Love as best I can giving up consequences to God and love, etc. And my life today is so far beyond anything I could have even imagined then. And the people I've worked with who have adopted this same basic paradigm have given me the feedback that that's exactly what's happened in their life too. The only people who I've seen it not work for were people who could not get themselves to give up the end result. They could not get themselves to stop living by consequences because they're so afraid of certain consequences. But when you are freed from that, you can truly live your best life. And it may be the only way you can. Think about it. So I would recommend getting our tools out, clearing out the junk, get those viruses out of your heart, those computer hard drive, human hard drive viruses out of your heart, the fear-based memories, the memories with lies in them, etc. And consciously, with intention, commit to living in love and grace and peace in win-win-win, giving up consequences and results, learning from all of them no matter what they are, etc. That's it for me, Johanna.